0: Hey guys, and welcome back to the In the Headcast. This week I've travelled all the way to the to chat with inspiring others. So, her positive approach to body image and self-love. There is no doubt as to why this woman has taken the Instagram world by storm. And I'm thrilled to be sitting here today chatting to the gorgeous Revy Jane about where it all began and how she got to where she is today. Welcome, Revy! Thanks for having me, Liv. Yay. I'm very excited. I'm so excited. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for it's... popping my podcast, Cherry. Oh my gosh. There's probably only one thing that you haven't done because <laughs> I think you've got everything else covered. Um, so I'm sure all of your followers know, but you are heavily pregnant at the moment. So I want to say a huge thank you for fitting me in. You're pregnant, have a toddler, have these businesses and everything going on, but let's just jump straight into it. Sure, sure. Let's go back to the beginning. So did you grow up on the Gold Coast? I grew up in Brisbane,
1: actually. I'm a Brisbane gal. Oh! Yeah, okay. So moved here I was you really Yeah. Oh, wow. So, um, yeah, I'm kind of, oh, I would have been here for almost like eight, nine years. But, yeah, it's. Um, I know it's, we forget how old we are, it, don't we? Yeah, i like, <laughs> well, only five years ago, right? <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm originally from Brisbane and um, went to school there and everything and moved here when I met Clay. Oh, wow. So, did you meet Clay there or here? Here. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so oh, that's a bit My curious. sister was like, you should come try out this gym that I go to. And I was like, okay, I'll go to the gym. And then i rocked up and i saw this guy and i was like who is that <laughs> that would have been <laughs> everyone's response <laughs> i was like everyone stop <laughs> like not to be a creep, but your husband's hot as fuck <laughs> <laughs> That's totally a compliment i love it um uh, yeah no so he uh, like he was kind of it was reciprocated thankfully because i was going to be stalker girl what i want thank god um, and yeah he basically asked my brother-in-law he's like can you have a barbecue and can you invite revy so we can like chat and then oh God, he so got cute. written off like this so 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 drunk and he was like we're gonna get married one day rev and i'm like
0: oh yeah
1: okay <laughs> i was 19 so i was like but for some reason it didn't terrify me like i was like okay, like, I actually will marry you because I'm so taken by. Yeah, mine. okay, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, drunk at the moment, so, but, yeah, now I'm feeling it. Can
1: we sign any contracts? Because <laughs> I'm <obsessed. laughs> Can I get um, this in writing? And, yeah, so then um, we were pretty much that couple that, yeah, were inseparable ever since. And I think as we get older, we realise how rare, like, that whole situation and all those fireworks actually are because we had that soulmate experience that I don't think you can really – like you really believe in until it's happened to you or someone very close to you but every yeah day that goes past I'm like oh my god I'm so lucky like I can't believe I found him and oh you are so (laughs) cute
0: well yeah similar but not similar I met my husband when I was
1: 15 and
0: he was like written off on king street in a (laughs) nightclub (laughs) and I was underage and he offered to get me into the club And the rest is history. Well, that's as a As fireworky I mean... as you can find that. But, yeah, I totally get the whole soulmate, inseparable yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, so,
1: like you said, you grew up in Brisbane. So what was that yeah. like for you? Yeah, so I didn't have the most conventional upbringing. I feel like I was looking at, um, yeah, like the questions. I'm like, growing up, I'm like, do we really want to delve into that? I don't know. Oh, like, you don't have growing... to if you don't want to. <laughs> um, yeah, like so basically it's a, it's a pretty significant part of my life and really has yeah. shaped who I am today. So. Um, You know, Dad was an alcoholic and Mum was never stable. And Dad left when I was eight. And then at 13, Mum decided she didn't really want to be around either. So I was living on my own with Mum at the time. Wow. And I faced, you know, major rejection and abandonment issues at 13, which every woman knows is a very, very tender, sensitive age where you're really trying to find your own feet and find confidence and self-worth and respect and I basically lost everything and I just I really I I just faced so many demons in my teenage years after that and I got bullied in high school and just because I had no backbone I had no self-worth and if someone was picking on me I'd go yeah I probably deserve that kind of thing which is when I talk about this now I feel so heartbroken for that girl like yeah how is that me because it's just it's a lifetime ago for me and I I look at my life now and that's why I'm so grateful every day but Yeah, it's just, it's unbelievable the things that I've gone through and and some people say like, you've got such a strong moral and such strong message to send to people and very clear on purpose and I think it's easy to understand why once you know that Um, and, you know, I I just really struggled to find any self-worth and I found that through fitness so that's why I started my own gym at a really young age and why I try to encourage people to um you know, find their love and fitness now every day wow. pretty much. My oh decision. my
0: gosh. <laughs> that is crazy. And yeah. you know what, it you know, just in that like short little blurb that you've given about it, I'm sure yeah. you could dive so much deeper into it. Yeah. Um really explains like a lot of that I guess like drive that you have you know yeah. you did open a gym you start your own business at such a young age yeah but through all of that your teen years when you're obviously struggling and really trying to find yourself where did that I guess love and passion come for fitness like how did you really begin that journey
1: I think it was always a part of my life and I I can see it now but as a child fitness was sport you don't realize it's fitness you yeah think it's chasing a ball you think it's running a race and that to me was the only scenario where I felt equal and I forgot that I was struggling at home it was an outlet it was a form of therapy that was for free and that was every day at school yeah and it was a a moment in time when I was thinking about throwing the ball and catching the ball or running the race where I was completely free of all of those self um the demons that I was facing yeah and I think that for me was a, yeah really early realization and then when I was when I finished school and the sports weren't there every day I didn't actually connect it that it was fitness that was helping me so much yeah and then I started going to a PT I gained heaps of weight after school because I was I never ate, I never ever ate well I just was really active so I gained heaps of weight and um, I got a personal trainer and I all of a sudden just started going I don't think I could do that. I don't think I could squat, you know, a 20 kilo bar. That's too heavy. And then I'd squat it one day and I'd go, oh, my God, I just squatted that. Like, I have a bit of, like, self-appreciation, self-respect. That's awesome. And then, you know, that just kind of snowballed, and then I'd yeah. be like, oh, I could never run 10 kilometres, and then I'd run 10 kilometres. That's me. It's like, I, can't, I can't even run <laughs> You can run. Like, you can do anything, and that's mm-hmm. what I think um, <laughs> fitness does for me, is it really unlocks something in your own brain that you want. When you actually believe that something is impossible, e.g., for example, I could not swim over 100 metres. And my girlfriend's like, you should do a triathlon with me. And I was like, I, I can't swim, babe. Like, I am total, like, Asian in the, in the, in the <laughs> pool. Um, and very, very so low to... Asian in the pool. I cannot swim. And she's like, you should do it. So anyway, I went back to her after about a month and I'm like, that's really hypocritical of me to encourage people to do something outside their comfort zone and not swim. Yeah. And, you know, I think it was eight months later, I did a half Ironman, which is a two kilometre ocean in- swim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we went from being able to swim 100 metres to doing two or five. And I think that just, it that's what fitness does for me. It unlocks things in your brain to make you yeah. believe in yourself. Um, so going back to the question of where did I find it? It was, it was really at an early age that I realized that fitness, um, for a lot of people can unlock self-love, self-respect. And as soon as I realized that I was like, I want to share this with as many women as I possibly can. I started training women one-on-one in like a little group, um, like a hired like a little area in a gym at 19 and then by 21 I was like I want to open my own studio I had like 30 people that were really loving my fitness stuff and wow and it was like a pink empire that ended up being just like the best thing I ever did was yeah just open those doors and hoping that a woman would come in and feel you know just question and and possibly insecure and then walk out going I achieved awesome, what I achieved today was awesome and I believe in myself and I'm kick-ass and I'm going to like go to work and smash it today and that would just happen with so many chicks and I was like, this is me living my best life. Oh
0: my gosh, I have goosebumps (laughs) right now, honestly. It's, you know, it's so amazing, you know, hearing that story because what you experience from such a young age, you know, there, there are people out there who have experienced similar things. But they carry that with them throughout their whole life. Mm. And rather than it being the motivator for for change and wanting a better life, you know, sometimes it can ultimately be the demise and something they never get over. But to hear, like you said, that from such a young age, you know, you were effectively on your own and you've been on this journey, you know, from having no self-worth and Mm -hmm. really sort of like not knowing like where you were in the world to then finding it but then taking it one step further and saying hey I want to do this for
1: everybody else like that's
0: so huge and something from a young age yeah you know
1: I think I was I was from 14 to 16 like 13 to 16 even and and for years to come after that I think I think about 18 I started to really back myself but for the majority of my teenage years which I don't feel like is that long ago I really didn't think I belonged on earth like that was how dark I was I, I just yeah. didn't think I belonged here I was like what am I doing here if, if the two people that you know ha- are meant to be your parents aren't in your life and you know don't want to really be part of it what are you what are you doing here and I, I faced so much rejection that I was like I never want anyone to ever feel like this so the fact that social media can come into play and Spread my message on an international level, like hi. I'm I'm going to be a part of that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's um it's helping me spread a message and connect with my purpose on such a deep level, um, and that's why I think people, a lot of people say like you you know. You really seem to have a lot of drive with social media. I'm like, yeah, because I get to connect with people and help them feel better. It's not – obviously not every message that I send on social media is love yourself because, you know, that's that's a lot. It's just like helping people feel less alone, realise what they're grateful for, um, embrace their body changes. And, and motherhood has brought such a different yeah. aspect to that. And I just feel like so many women need to, to feel less alone in motherhood because it can be so isolating. Even if you've got people around you, it's just – yeah, I feel like social media is such a can be such a positive in that, in that regard.
0: Uh, that is, oh my gosh! I seriously like we've only just begun, and I'm like, oh my goodness! And like, know I'm like
1: <laughs> thinking about starting with growing up. I'm like, this is gonna just
0: <laughs> drop no, some but bombs. I think it's like you say. It's you know, I guess it's such a a huge part of your story and what brought you to where you are today because like you mentioned with social media for you straight away you're like this for me is such a positive thing Mm -hmm. you know even though there are negatives to it it's such a positive thing because it gives you the foundations to be able to spread your message and I think that these days that's probably one of the biggest things that sets you apart from other people I guess in the fitness space is that your why, your message, why you're here, you know it's not here because you're trying to promote your business and earn money, I mean yes that's a nice side part to it yeah. but for you it all just began with so organically yeah yeah and i mean it's funny because when i came across you um it was uh, lauren patterson who lives in brisbane oh yeah she next yeah yes. she was I a huge fan goes. of yours and yeah. she tagged you and i was like i'm gonna follow her you're only like 15 weeks pregnant but before that, you still had, like, 80K followers yeah. on Instagram. Like, your yeah. following was actually still massive before yeah. motherhood even came yeah. into play. Yeah. Um, you've doubled in size. And it's not just Instagram. Like, it's all your platforms. Like, you're huge on Snapchat, yeah. which I could just, like, never get the hang of Snapchat. <laughs> but you've got this, like, really, really loyal, like, group oh, of yeah. followers. Me that... and my Snap fam. Yes. yes. I love <laughs> no it so much, though. Us. Because like, I love that you take the, um, you know, stories and um, Snapchat and the really more, I guess. Personal personal mm-hmm. um sides of social media and you share everything yeah like it's not just the hey love yourself having yeah. a great day but it's also when you're feeling down and it's also when you're struggling and it's also like you said oh, yeah. helping people feel less alone i
1: think that's, that's such a big part of it it's it's being open to other people and that's why people connect with me because i'm like not trying to give off a fake persona where everything's fine like that's not relatable that's not what real life is no. um and I, sometimes I feel like am I really just overdoing it and people are just going to be seriously concerned about me but um <laughs> especially when Lexi was like you know 16 17 months I was having breakdowns like every day because she was just so challenging that's but, uh, challenging age <laughs> it's so challenging I think everyone at home is just going thank god it's not just me yeah exactly and that's the whole point is I don't see social media as a way to um you know show off just the good stuff I I like focusing on the positive stuff but holy moly there's a lot more to it than that absolutely and I guess
0: talking about obviously social media pregnancy I remember when you were pregnant with Lexi um you gained like a lot of I guess media coverage Mm. there was one post you had in this gorgeous um khaki green dress but you were only you know when I went and bought that dress (laughs) I wore it when I was pregnant I was like hey Ruby um not a stalk I promise <laughs> but that photo went viral because yeah. you had a message in there about I guess your bump size and yeah um effectively you know p- women do get bump shamed whether they're small big you know the comments that people get around it mm. but that was massive
1: yeah like that went worldwide it did I, I yeah I can't even remember what the caption was about I think it was I think it was about I was 26 weeks and people were kind of judging the size that I was and it was it's opened a debate it opened a debate got shared by Nicki Minaj and Ashton Kutcher oh my god that is (laughs) massive I think that was on I think I was on the today show from that or one of the other ones that was just basically about the size of me and how my message to people was just you know if you see a pregnant woman don't talk about her size because Mm. it goes both ways like you know people say oh you're so tiny and that's not a compliment sometimes and it's so huge never a compliment yeah (laughs) um so you know just say that you're beautiful um so I think it just opened a debate and it just went crazy and I don't think you can ever really make something go viral it just gets traction oh, And it, absolutely it just goes nuts with it and um it definitely has its positives and its negative sides that's for sure when things yeah. go viral
0: and obviously things like that like i guess they go viral because they hit a chord with people yeah and um you were also i guess scrutinized for being a fit mama so yeah. working out during pregnancy yeah. Uh, a lot of people like to comment and question you know what you were doing and yeah. the weights that you were doing and stuff yeah. like that which yeah i can
1: imagine is oh so frustrating i think i think people see you know the media wants to start that debate and strike that chord so they'll take a picture of me a screenshot of my training session um and it will be a, a you know a 60 kilo woman or 65 kilo woman who's pregnant at six months squatting 40 kilos and that sounds like a lot it's like wow okay what's she doing six months pregnant squatting 40 kilos Backstory story is that she's been doing this for 10 years Her 1RM back squat is 110 kilos. Jesus. The percentage of that weight is not a lot for me, but they want to start that anger in people because it makes people react. Um, I don't even get why, though. I think people have such a care for babies like yeah who, who doesn't love babies like if you don't love babies you're not human so it's it's one of those things that people are very passionate about It yeah. hits home yeah um and yeah they just go nuts and I had so much backlash from the training one actually I think it was that that got me on the today show with Sonia and um I can't remember his
0: name yeah that guy <laughs> <laughs> I know who you're talking
1: about I yeah. Can, I can, yeah I can yeah visualize visualize um, yeah and yeah and that was the story that really blew up and I had so many people tell me that I was going to have a stillborn and a miscarriage and you're so selfish for doing that like why would you bother and it was just awful and there was there was times where I'd get radio interviews and I'd say yes and it would be 5am in the morning I'm just about to coach at 5:30, but I'd say yes to an interview and they ambushed me on the radio station and said you know, we don't agree with what you're doing. And I'm like, you know, it's each to their own. You don't have to agree. Um, It was so mean. I was in, like, I was heavily pregnant and they've just completely... And this season was 14 weeks and so hormonal and so emotional and so, like, new mum, like, didn't know really what I was, you know, getting into with the media stuff. And I was, like, blown away that they would put so much emotional stress on a woman that was pregnant. Yeah. And that's been a huge surprise to me as well is that, during pregnancy, like, as you said, I had a following before I felt pregnant, but during pregnancy has been the most time I've been trolled ever. Yeah, yeah. And it, and it probably goes back to the fact that, yeah, it just strikes chords with people and it's something that people feel overprotective and,
0: yeah, so, yeah. I, I must admit, I do really love that. Um, through all of that, and through you know, getting comments like "Oh, your baby's invisible," you still think that it's coming from a good place. Like, I don't know if you pick up on that, but both times you've said, "Oh, I know it's because people just care for babies and stuff like that." It's it's, it's I mean, so lovely yeah. that you it's always also so try- dumb. I know, I, I know, but I, you know what? It, it may not yeah. be the case, but I love yeah. that that's what you think, and that's how yeah. you take it on board. Because I'm sure that um, hearing those things is never easy, but you always like to think about. How yeah. that person, but yeah, I, I just love that. I, I think like it's a very
1: beautiful. I, I'm probably really naive like that. I always try and see <laughs> hey, Sometimes you know it's what gets you through. um But yeah, like I just, I, I hope that people aren't awful, but they are. They are. There are horrible. Yeah. Sometimes I think maybe it's not because I like, think it's just an <laughs> asshole. Yes, exactly. But it's very beautiful to so you true. to see the
0: world that way, <laughs> and I think that that um, really shows. I guess. You and everything you've been through, and it it's really safe. shines through your message. Should we hug it out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we totally hug it out. I we have a table between us. <laughs> um, but no, I, I do think that that is a very beautiful way to see things. And I remember um, I actually had a photo removed recently, and I was like really upset about oh, it. And we yeah. were talking about it in private message, yeah. and you're like, it's probably just because people are really concerned. And I'm like, I need to be. People like you. I'm like, is that is. I mean, it might not be the case, but yeah. it is a beautiful way to see the world. Um, and I think that's a beautiful insight that you Same. have. And I think everyone can learn from that. <laughs> um, but yeah, going back to obviously social media, and like you said, it, um, during pregnancy was like the biggest time that you got trolled. Mm-hmm. And you recently did a video about this because, mm-hmm. of course, being pregnant again, it's happened again. Yeah. How do you manage that? Because I know this is a huge thing for people, whether they have a large following or not how social media, I guess, lets people in and it lets them be critical of you and
1: your life, even though they're only seeing this small snippet. How do you manage that? Um, I think judgment, you know, it, it, come from, it comes from in all different, from all different places and all different forms. And I think is if you have some support... Um, from husbands, friends, and family, like that's who I that's who I go to. I'm like, you know, yeah. this this really struck. Me. Sometimes I can read something and it won't even it won't even make me bat an eyelid. I'm like, whatever. Yeah. But then there's other times, especially with pregnancy, that you're yeah. like, oh my god, I'm going to kill someone. Like, yes, yeah, when you like... get the most trolling and you're the most sensitive. <laughs> exactly, and um, I think it's just about being able to have that support network around you that isn't social media um but I also heavily rely on my following I, I am yeah. very honest and open on how I'm feeling and there's been there was like a really bad experience with a troll on YouTube where she just, it was like a freaking novel it just she just ripped me to shreds oh. and I said I I was online going okay that did it that broke the camel's back like yeah, I am so shattered I'm so shattered like Screw you! I think everyone was shattered and... for you because you can see it come through. Yeah, and um, pe- and that was like my my community brought like picked me back up. They really did. And um, but yeah, having a strong you know foundation and, and support network around you in real life um that can actually be there for you in person cause yeah. you just need that you need a hug I'm like such a hugger yeah I'm like please help a total me little hugger <laughs> Clay is not a hugger and it does my head oh, in.
0: no <laughs> yeah Jess isn't the biggest on hugs I he's now rely on like my 45 children
1: 45 degrees he's always so hot oh, so yeah. I do think he likes me he's sitting. pretty hot <laughs> <laughs> Just oh totally creeps out I wonder why you asked where Clay was today. <laughs> yeah. Not so I could stare at
0: him. Not at all. Not like he's training out there, so you've really missed a great yeah, opportunity. He's a bit of, like, okay, I'm totally in to me. He's a total bit of eye candy, he's isn't he? so, he's so hunky. Yes, but I also, like, I haven't met him in person, but I also get that he's also a beautiful person he's on the inside just, that comes
1: it through. It makes me... I can see sick. why you two are together. It makes me sick how amazing and nice he is. He's just such... He's just the nicest guy.
0: Yeah. And you know what's actually really funny is that, um, you know, quite a few people that I've interviewed now, like Mel, for example. Like, I love Mel to death, but I think I love Nolan that little bit more. He's, just, <laughs> he's like the most beautiful yeah, soul yeah, ever. You, it, yeah. And you know what? Yeah. It's, it's, so, it's so nice um, hearing, I guess, also about these relationships that people have and that that support and stuff like yeah. that because I think that's hugely important too especially when you're um a, a new mom and you're running yeah. businesses and, and all that kind of stuff but talking about you know motherhood and those early days of um when Lexi was born mm-hmm. you've obviously been an extremely fit person for you know mm-hmm. quite a long period of time like you said you can squat 110 kilos <laughs> I don't think I can squat 10 but it must have been we really we can change that we can change
1: <laughs> that right now yeah I'm
0: just gonna go out there until 20, <laughs> After this, guys, um, how did you go? I guess with those changes during pregnancy, you obviously had to really alter your um, your training and how much you were doing. And then in those early days of motherhood, you were really honest about the changes that happened to your body and how it impacted you. How how was all of that? Because I'm
1: guessing for someone like you, it must have been. Way big harder, change. way harder than I thought it would be. And I've, I think I've coached about 12 women from prenatal to pre- like pregnancy to um, postnatal, and yeah. all of them have had natural births. So I'd never trained anyone that had recently gone through a C section. So I was my first client that went through a C section. Wow. And most people, for most people, the experience in getting back into fitness. After a natural birth, can be quite like you know that they, they are, I've had really good experiences with my um, members in that they, when they've had a natural birth. Yeah, so for me, it was like I, I don't think I hung off her pull up structure for six months, which wow. for in comparison to other mums, I don't think I've hung off Whenever <laughs> We can also change that with many dreams come true, here. but like it was like you know, they'd be three weeks after babies out and they're doing pull-ups and I'm like oh cool well great what's wrong with me so I think one of the first lessons is comparison just Mm. in every aspect and I say it all the time because I do it all the time it's just to not you can hear me (laughs) eating jelly beans (laughs) it's just to not compare yourself um and that was a really difficult thing and that was even it it even pushed my message more to share my story and to share Mm my um insecurities with postpartum because It was the biggest shock to me. I had so many people said comments like, you're so fit, you're so young, you'll bounce back straight away. Um, Thanks. No. (laughs) It took me like eight months to even, you know, resemble the same body that I had before. Um, And it, it took a really long time and I think... That would yeah. It pushed the message even more to to really just say this is my body. It's it isn't the easiest thing to see. It's a hundred percent, hundred million time percent worth it. Yeah. But it's not easy. It doesn't mean I'm ungrateful. Like I I get that on every single post that I struggled with um, body image postpartum. Oh well, you know that's just being really vain. Like I wish you cared about your baby as much as oh how God, you look. Which is awful because I feel like you need to be able to say those things without being made feel bad about absolutely you know, and I mean it's your identity
0: it's your body yeah. I'm not even like I wasn't even a really a fit person before pregnancy but even I convinced myself that being relatively young and thin that I'll bounce back yeah. so we can only imagine for you that um there is that little part of you that's like hey you know I'm, I'm really fit you know I'm gonna have a, a natural birth and mm-hmm. I'm gonna recover well because you know I am ahead of the game mm-hmm. I think that would be a natural assumption to make. Like I can't believe people were
1: harming you for that.
0: Oh (laughs) Actually yes I can. (laughs) Take it back. It's It's the the internet.
1: It's the one percenters, for sure. Um and I think the majority of people really appreciated the yeah the transparency I had through there because it was just it was yeah, I looked Eight months pregnant, postpartum for a very long time, probably for a month, and then it slowly went down like you know two or three months. But everything was super jiggly still, even though I trained up until like 34 weeks. Yeah, um, I'd gained a lot of weight, and I I introduced myself back to it really slowly. And obviously, there's a whole human that's in <laughs> your life now, and I really struggled with that too in terms of mum guilt. I was like, I can't put like if Lexi needs me, I I can't train like, and it yep. was a huge um huge adaption for me and it will be even more different with two on the outside yeah um but I'm I'm excited to you know show people that it's okay to put yourself first and you know 15 minutes a day 20 minutes a day and that's how the training program that I wrote you know eventuated it was a very organic experience because it was what I was doing at home when I couldn't get to the gym and it was really like 10 to 20 minute workouts short and fast but effective and yep. that's how yeah we got here I think too that it's um,
0: a really important distinction to make that for you it was never about, you know, oh, I want to get my pre-baby body back and it was never this vanity thing. But I guess hearing your backstory, it really does show people that for you it's about okay, this was where I found myself again. Mm-hmm. You know, um, mm-hmm. health and fitness is really what took me out of a dark time. So taking that little bit of time for yourself in the early days of motherhood was how you kept yourself sane in a yeah, time definitely. that can be very, very – it was never actually about how you looked
1: and, yeah. you know, trying to prove something. It was actually I mean, that you. that's just a bonus. But, yeah, it was 100%. You're right. Like, I just – it was about – Maintaining identity yeah, and who I am and um, and putting myself first. And I get such a kick out of doing that. I think, you know, whether it's having a bath for yourself or um, going get your hair done, it's so important to do. And that was my, my me time. It was like, I think I kept one appointment, which was my lashes. I really wanted my lashes done. Everyone's got their thing. Everyone <laughs> and I really has wanted, their wanted thing. like it's 10, my brows. <laughs> 10, 10 20 minutes a day, you know, I think it was about three times a week that I would do it for like. Six months, and then um, as she got older and less dependent on me, and you know was able to sit up and, and, and check me out. Oh my god, I just can't wait to go through that again. Like going through flashbacks. <laughs> yeah, but that's so cute. She's, um, yeah, she was just so cute in here, and then yeah, then she started to move. <laughs> yeah, part of the ball game is when they <laughs> move. Now she's part of the part of the workouts, and now she does the workouts with me. So the fact that that's been two years now, it's just yeah, it's gone so quickly, and it just yeah. Anyways, I'm just going back down memory lane. Now. <laughs> I, know. I think that's really beautiful too, though. That obviously,
0: um, you know, it's not just that's you and what you do, but it's become a part of her life as well, and mm-hmm. she's seeing you be a total you know boss mum you know you work but you bring her to work and she's a part of it and she's growing up around you know health and fitness and she's also got you know um this family and this support around her and i guess number two is going to have that as well yeah. so yeah it's such it's exciting th- it's such an exciting <laughs> thing but talking about your businesses you obviously were running the gym so it was crossfit babes when you had lexi yeah. um so you and then you were launching your programs and stuff like that yeah, amongst re- all re- of it and gym. then rebranded <laughs> and then moved it's crazy and we're running you. your house. <laughs> yes oh my goodness That's, the list goes on how did you manage all of that amongst the early days of motherhood oh how was God. it
1: i actually don't remember <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i thought you were gonna say that you just did um, it we moved our gym at i was 34 weeks pregnant and it was so hot oh my goodness i I was just sweating painting and sweating (laughs) um how did I manage it I don't know I think it's one of those things that you just get through it Mm. you just do it you just have to yeah um and, you know, it's just about prioritizing. I always talk about how people ask me, how do you find balance? And it's just something that is forever unattainable. It's something that you have to reevaluate every single day. And yeah. sometimes if you have a newborn or a toddler, it's every single hour. Yeah. Did that hour go by okay? Yeah, it did. Sweet. Let's go. Let's face the next hour. You know, like it's just such a – it's it's just an imaginary thing. It's, is actual balance um so yeah like I think um taking it day by day and just hoping for the best and knowing (laughs) that sometimes it's really really hard and you feel like you're totally not achieving anything always look back and reflect and see how far you've come and then keep moving forward
0: yeah do you find that you're quite um flexible in I guess how you do your day-to-day do you know what i mean like you might have it. You're, you know you, the idea in your mind okay today i'm gonna get this done i'm gonna train i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna follow up these emails uh, do you find you're good at being like okay i didn't as long as i get one thing done i'm okay or? i don't think i was but now i am
1: so yeah. like originally i'm such a girl boss so work driven so like yeah i'm gonna do this and I, and no matter what i will have this done like that was my attitude <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Motherhood slaps you in the face. Yeah, that's like, fun you you. <laughs> If you think you're gonna get that done, that's cute. Your baby's <laughs> gonna shit all over your day. Literally, like quite and often, it's literally. Literal. And also, like metaphorically, she's gonna shit all over it. Um, <laughs> so you know, and I think I worked. I always work really hard before baby comes, so that we do have because we don't get maternity leave. Like it's no. It's if you don't work, you don't eat. So yeah. um, I work really, really hard in in um before baby comes and then I give myself you know I I like to try and give myself a a couple of months three months where I just am in that newborn bubble and unapologetically so like if you need me sorry I'm unavailable I'm with my baby because this goes too fast
0: yeah yeah um how do you think that motherhood has really I guess evolved you as a person and how you do business like do you feel like you've really sort of changed and evolved since having Lexi in that regard
1: yeah I mean I think it's just it's it's happened so organically in terms of I never thought when I felt pregnant this is like an opportunity or a different you know category for me to be involved in it yeah. just it just kind of happened yeah it was your life yeah and then it just um with people say you know what product do you use for this what product do you use for that and it's like yeah this is what I use and yeah, it's just kind of become something that I can recommend and help, or if I really love a product, I'm like, people need this in their life, and it just, I just share it, so yeah, that's kind of how it's all kind of come about, really organically, yeah. and yeah. I have huge priorities in terms of who I align with, who I say yes to, I say no to 90% yeah of people who approach me um not necessarily because I don't like the product or anything most of the time it's because it's just be selling shoving things down people's throat I want to share my story and my message and then there are products that I absolutely love that I know will help other mums out or help people out in their fitness journey so I'm like yeah let's talk about
0: that I love that, and it's funny actually. When um, I think you were either pregnant or you just had Lexi, and one of my girlfriends, she has a business called Bear Babe. It's a face mask. Oh, and she said to me, she's crazy. like, Jamie's one of my best friends, and she said, "Oh, is there anyone that you would say that she's you know I should so send lovely. this to?" Yeah. And I said, "Oh, I think I think I said you and um, Abby what It was like the only two I said. They're like, yeah. I really like these girls, and I feel they're really genuine. And I remember she was telling me she sent it to you, and she's like, oh my gosh, she's like." She's the nicest person I've ever dealt with. And I remember, like, you were so happy to post. Like, you you tried the product. You told her you loved it. You yeah. posted for it. Like, I think you did heaps. Like, you even did, like, a video that included yeah. it in your routine oh, and stuff it. like that. I and that I, I remember saying, because everyone, when they're like, hey, I want to send you this product. And they're like, okay, you've got to pay me to post. Yeah, You just said to her, you're like, no, no, I really love this product. Oh, and I, and I just want to like, help you. Yeah, like, yeah. you never,
1: like, took payment from her or anything. And mean, she was so shocked. She was a startup, like back then yeah you know, she'd only just started and she told told me her story and I'm so passionate about that yeah um and you know as you get bigger and bigger and you get more you get more bookings for people that want to work with you you do have to try and pick and choose who you're going to work with and you don't yeah. have as much flexibility and your time yeah, that's time what I mean like yeah. I think when people want you to post things all the time it's like I only want to talk about something that I use maybe once or twice a week that's yeah. it yeah other than that I want to talk about my life and yeah and, that's and, and why and have a relationship like, yeah. with my community I don't want to be selling them shit all the time it's just I don't like it as a person that likes following people yeah I don't like it I'm like okay cool stop yeah stop feed me that <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> so, I can see through I, like, it I want to know how your day was like tell me how your day was but yeah I love seeing like yeah you know I'm, I'm like on the market for um a nappy bag at the moment and like someone shared one in there I was like awesome. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff it's yeah. just not unforced, it's natural. Yep. Absolutely, and I guess talking about like obviously you've got y-
0: your business, and then you've got your social profile, which you obviously um, you know effectively in itself is you know a part of your businesses. But you also in amongst everything there, <laughs> you also launched your online program. So you've yep. got a gym and an at home, yeah, um, which is awesome because I I really feel like when you launched that and the gym version came out, I was like, I would actually buy this because. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do at home. And I see all these at home programs and I really feel like you hit that niche there because there was nothing like that on yeah. the market.
1: How did you manage to do that? I actually don't know again. Cause I think Lexi was like seven months old yeah. and I think back and I'm like, Oh my God, how did I do that? She wasn't even, she started daycare at 12 months. So I had like a little, I had a, an, um, a babysitter that would come for six hours per week. So There's between, between, <laughs> between that's cute between, <laughs> so between nap times and then like before Lexi woke up and after Lexi woke up and those six hours I would just smash out putting it together and a lot of the work you know like there were workouts I'd already done so I it was just about tailoring it so that it was an eight week package and then giving the advice of like a nutrition guidelines and and goal setting and all that stuff and packaging up so it's a it's an all-in-one stop And yeah, it was, it was just, um, it was such a good thing that I did. I'm so proud of it because it, the amount of messages I get from mummies who are like, I can't get to the gym or I can get to the gym. And you know, I just did your workout and it only took 15 minutes and my kid can see me do something for myself. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is just the most rewarding thing. I could yeah possibly think I was awesome
0: I love that and, uh, I love seeing the obviously this is a podcast so people can't see but I I love seeing the glow in your face when you talk about yeah. when you do something and how it benefited other people and knowing yeah. that yeah. like I really do love that about you it's gorgeous <laughs> um and another thing amongst all of that yeah. is you took it that next step to really share with people and you started your own YouTube channel <laughs> and not just like When I wanted to start a YouTube channel, I wanted, like, one really shitty video. But, like, you've got the editing down pat, like, and you're uploading weekly, like, and you're, you know, doing all these, like, really, really, like, insightful videos into your life.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, I don't want to say to you, like, how do you manage that as well? Because you're probably going to be like, I don't know. But that's that's a huge thing because YouTube is hard. And YouTube I think people so realize how much time, energy, and effort goes into it because there's one. It's it's one thing to shoot the video, but then it's another to go through all the footage and Before edit it you and even put it shoot together. The video like
1: what are you shooting? Having yeah, being like the what content. is this video about? <laughs> like, but I think I think it can be so hard, but it's also something that I find really natural. I am a serial documenter. Like I just love documenting everything. Yeah. Um, photographs video like I just love it and I I think it's because I have really no memory of my childhood that I just want to just save everything yeah so I always like like documenting things and even from when I was in high school I would I, I love rugby league like I'm like rugby league super Van, and (laughs) I wanted to be a boy so I could play and the other closest thing I could get to it was like being a referee or I'd run the water out or run the tea out or the sand bucket oh my god I love that and then I (laughs) got a camera and I started taking pictures of the boys and I'd like uh, put like a collage together and it all kind of started there and then I put music to it and I'd make them look really cool and really fast and all my friends were like that's so cool and then when I I started my gym I did it with the babes like I would take pictures of them and they look like kick-ass and I'm like this is Sonia from accounting (laughs) and she's just snatching this way over her head like it's so awesome mum of three like so cool so I just really liked painting people in their best light or capturing people in their best light and then that turned into yeah like that's how I kind of learnt my skills on editing and it was just playing around so like my best advice to anyone wanting to start a YouTube channel or videos or editing is just start so you know if you've got a weekend with the girls and you're going to like your Queenstown event you could your Queenstown trip you could just take the camera video like 60 seconds of each thing that you do put it together it never has to go live like if you don't want to don't put it live and the way that I got good at speaking to camera is by doing it yeah yeah. you know yep. what I mean like yeah. it's so hard it's so start. true I was so nervous and so so not natural like it was just terrible you could tell that I just was so uncomfortable <laughs> but it, I just broke the ice each time yeah. and it got better and better at it and now I just I love it. outside your comfort zone yeah and I think not worrying about those numbers really important on yeah. any social media platform don't oh. worry about those numbers they'll come keep putting out awesome content that's sharing your truth and they'll come I think that's
0: a huge thing, isn't it? Is not worry. You know, I'm sure you get dozens upon dozens, if not daily questions about how did you go your following? How did you do this? How did you start that? And I know you've, um, you know, done, done or doing a video about your editing equipment yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. On, so, yeah. um, if it's people on, want to know any more, yeah. <laughs> if people want to know any more about that, I mean, you can go to Revy's um, YouTube channel and it's all there, but, um, it's, I think people really get caught up on that Mm. and I think that perhaps is something you probably need to stop and look at and wonder what your why is if you
1: are wondering about that. I 100% agree because I don't think it'll ever happen if you're worrying about that. Yeah it it, it won't like you you need to it needs to connect to a a deeper truth in you it needs to really connect with you and I think what what is your message what do you want to share with the world and find out what that is and and share that and try different things like I think I started – my first thing was like I wanted to be a stylist and then I opened an online boutique that lasted like three months. I was 18. That was a flop. No, next. You know, like just try different things. And um, the social media thing, I definitely have questioned it. Like I'll, I'll put out a YouTube video and I'll put so much effort into it. And I'll be like, oh, my God, that didn't get like what I wanted it to get. Yeah. But then, you know, you get – know five dms and it's just like i really appreciated that content it really connected with me and then you'll do a a video that really resonates with people and then you're like i don't care how many views it gets it's about the message and that's why i keep doing it absolutely I can only imagine to really push through um,
0: I guess like you said in those early days where you're putting so much effort into the content but Mm. for for not much I guess back because it it, it would be hard to To sustain Yeah, and I think that's a huge thing for people I think that's another thing people really need to realise is that you know everyone's standing there going oh my god i can't believe you've done this and i can't believe you did that but people can do that they just have to try consistently do it and if it doesn't work or get the response you want the first time it doesn't necessarily mean that it's Mm. a failure
1: a lot of people have looked at my program and have gone that's it's amazing that it went so well and i'm like is it though because i've had my instagram for eight years i have been posting valuable content once to twice a day for eight years <laughs> yeah. so uh, not that surprising like I've been giving out free workouts for a very long time yeah, exactly that's, that's, that's why I had a following in the first place I was giving out free workouts yeah so when people say that it's like um it's, it's, no, it's no surprise to me yeah like it's, it's it's building trust and people knowing your that what you release is going to be valuable awesome yeah a valuable awesome con, um, product so, absolutely. yeah, it's like not about the other It's a lot of hard work. I've, I've really yeah. worked hard. People,
0: on this. I guess, sometimes, especially when they join in your journey, I guess, when it, you're more successful or grown a bigger profile, they go, oh, wow. But they don't yeah. actually see all that My, hard work. Overnight doing... success takes 10 years, yeah, they say. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, one of the things that we were talking about there, obviously, was as your profile has grown, it's given you opportunities to be, you know, brand ambassadors or endorse things and that. Mm-hmm. But one of
1: the biggest things you've done lately. You got to go to Dubai, Dubai, and that's that's exactly like with the with YouTube stuff. Like one of the questions, I was like, I've got, I think I've got twelve thousand subscribers. That's not a lot. That's not a lot in uh, um you know in comparison to the amount of influencers that are out there. Oh, it's still pretty big though. It's, it's good. I'm yeah. not saying it's
0: bad, but it's and it, your views in comparison to your. Um, how many people
1: are subscribed is massive. Yeah, I have a really good engagement level and that's a huge thing these days is engagement. Yeah. Um and relationship between you and your, your community. But I was like, really? You want to send me? Like I just I've had to pinch myself a million times. It's such an amazing opportunity and I felt so so grateful to go. Um and it was I couldn't say no, I was like, I have to go. I oh, absolutely! Go. I'm when, six months pregnant, but I have to go. When you said
0: that you've literally been asked only a matter of days before you effectively had to go, I was, you know, I think a lot of people were like, "Oh, I could never do that," because yeah. that's a lot of people's initial reaction. you in those
1: shoes, are you like Dubai? For yeah, me? exactly.
0: And Claire, um, jet set mama, who also went, yeah. she was saying the same thing. She was saying, oh, "I've got three kids." can I do this? And her husband's like, her husband's like, leave the baby with me and go. She's like, okay. And I love that. I absolutely love that because, you know, you really do have to seize opportunity when it comes. It really goes to show you and who you are and what you put out because you really do manifest this positive outlook on life. Mm -hmm. And I think that it sounds like super know Cliche. cliche to say but I think you say I can't believe they wanted me to go but I look at you and I think how could they not want you to go yeah because I feel like what you put out is what you get back yeah and I really see that with you and I really see you know what you have done what you have created and the opportunities that have come about from it and I think that's really another sort of like cornerstone to you that yeah. you probably don't you're like I can't believe they want to send me and I I'm can't like, take this many compliments uh, sorry. <laughs> thank you <Yeah. laughs> please stop uh okay I'll stop but um you know I I followed along while you were there and you could you you said the whole time you're like I'm I can't believe this and I'm so yeah. grateful for the opportunity and yeah. I just think that it's it's a really great message that you're putting out, probably without even realising, is just that if you put good out there, you will get good back. Yeah,
1: yeah, totally. And I de- definitely didn't expect it due to, I don't know. I just think there's so many other people that could have done it, and I'm like, how, how could you choose me? But it's just, it's so, so sweet. And I just, I, I actually just tried to smash it out the ballpark because really you really wanted there for to create. Days, yeah. You? I created like I tried really hard with the vlog, and I was editing any time Lexi napped over there, and I edited on the. Flight home, and the turnaround was so good, and the production was so good that they asked me to be a summer ambassador for Dubai. Hell yeah! Like, okay, <laughs> see hard work comes to it. yeah. Seriously. So you know, if an opportunity like that comes your way, over deliver. Like you know, they yeah. asked, they gave me seven days to release the vlog. Yeah, I release it like two days after I got back. Yeah, I they asked it's a for short turnaround, a certain amount really of posts, and I just said i overdelivered delivered there i over delivered on the insta stories and yeah. the return was you know really good so i think if an opportunity comes your way over deliver
0: oh that is awesome um I'm just like, okay. It was funny. I don't know if you listened to Marcia's um, podcast as well, but she just recently went to Disneyland. So they approached oh, her to yes. come to Disneyland. And I was like, how did you make that happen? So, She's awesome. like, you know, I manifested last year that, you know, 2018 was going to be a year of travel. And I was like, okay, note to self, go home, write Disneyland <laughs> permanent marker on my wall. And now I'm going to be writing Win Dubai. Win the lotto. Yeah, write Dubai on my wall. Yes. But no, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. that's good on you. That's so exciting. But like you said, you did go there heavily pregnant. Yeah. And you know what? You've probably done them a major service because there's probably a lot of families out there going like, Dubai, that's too far. I'm not going to take my family there. And you're like, yeah. I just took my toddler and heavily pregnant. pregnant with six days notice. So yeah.
1: if I can do it, it's anyone totally can do adorable. it. <laughs> and it's such an amazing place. Like it was, it was incredible. I, it's it so incredible. unlike Clay and I to drop everything and do that. A, because I was pregnant, but B, because we're business owners. We don't really have that flexibility. It's so hard but they said pick a date and i'm like well easter is like in three days can we go then
0: <laughs> and they were like yeah and i was like what that's so, crazy and then yeah. it just so happened claire was going at the exact same time yes yes so, that's awesome
1: and she's been someone that i've wanted to meet for so long i just absolutely she's gorgeous, love she? and Mama. she's just so hilarious and we're so different like we you know she's a vegan and she doesn't ever you know I don't think she's been to the gym for ages she's told me um and we have such different lifestyles but we I just have such a high appreciation for her honesty and her rawness and she's so funny and she's just on the go all the time so funny her boys are amazing it was just yeah Lexi loved her kids anyway
0: moving on (laughs) next question (laughs) no that is okay well I guess that sort of really brings us to the present day and you know you're 14 weeks give or take off having a baby no like 12 weeks 11 oh my weeks. gosh yes 28 yeah. oh yeah. my god here
1: you're like please don't add to my pregnancy I'm not going to 42 weeks I'm like it's like I'm really bad at maths <laughs> I am too <laughs> really really
0: bad <laughs> so how are you feeling obviously second time round, you've got that bit of insight you you had a Caesar the first time so how are you feeling going into this I think
1: um I'm, I haven't really been able to stop yet but I have slowed down in the last two, like even in the last two weeks, I have tried to slow down and connect with baby and realise that this is happening and start working myself up for no sleep and all of that stuff. And it's it's also become hard to miss because I'm so uncomfortable and I'm get, getting these real big kicks now and oh, stuff like that. And so the the like, oh, yeah, heart yeah, heart yeah. Heart <laughs> and the habit. Oh yeah, and the So it's been, it's gone so much faster this time and I... Really thrived and loved the newborn stage I absolutely loved it so I don't I didn't need as much sleep as I ever thought I would I was like if I don't have eight hours sleep blah 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 and then I had Lexi and I just didn't like I just had so much adrenaline and love explosion that I just kept going, and I just was. Have you got, so like obsessed. a secret to that? How do you get that? <laughs>
0: like, I'd really love to know. And that. she
1: was a very, very good baby to me. I have to add that she was a really good baby. Like she was like feed twenty minutes, um, swaddle, change nappies, swaddle, put down two hours sleep. Do you think she that did that was... three times?
0: Because like, you really had that, I guess. Not like Zen mama, but um, I think obviously... it
1: was like a whole like. I, so many people ask, like, what, you, what are you doing? What's your secret? I think it's a whole... Is there a prescription for that? <laughs> a whole, you know, like, s- series of events that led to that. I was in a really good place, very calm, even though I was going through the whole postpartum, like, shock of having a C-section and, and a, for me, a traumatising birth. Yeah. Which I've spoken about on the YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, it, after two
0: years, <laughs> two, I two know, years to I, it. I watched that, and like even I mean, I was just like, it was such a huge. I think it was such a huge. I understand why it took you so long to share that, and it was such a huge thing. So, if anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, they can go and watch that video because I don't think we can even get into it because no. you really have to watch that no. video to understand and see your face. <laughs>
1: um but yeah like I think um this time around I understand that there are different there are different aspects to it there's Lexi there's there's Clay and there's me and then there's this baby and I don't think I would put myself through what I went through originally which was put the pressure on myself to try to have a natural birth also that Lexi was like 4.3 kilos sumo baby um I just think that this time I'll be best off mentally if I elect for a c-section yeah um but I do. haven't made any decisions yet and yeah. I haven't had those conversations I'm going through the public system yeah so it's kind of just conversations I'm going to have later on they don't really so. like to have those conversations I find in the yeah. public
0: system not like they do in the private it's yeah. like you're booked oh, in yeah day. yeah let's yeah. just book you in this day yeah, and I had that battle with Teddy I was adamant that I wanted a planned season this time or wasn't going through it again. Yeah. And it really took me up until those last few days. Yeah, right. Um, they didn't book you in? Nope.
1: Well, you're on the Gold Coast, they are pretty good and they, they've set up 36 weeks that, and I've heard from other people that, yeah, 36 weeks, they give you, okay, well, 38 or, or 39 or 40 yep. weeks. This is about the time that we want you to go and hopefully that happens for us and um, we have a different more positive experience.
0: Yeah. I mean, I absolutely did the, the second time. Um, and I think the, the thing that sort of like shit me is I still had that fear not having a date going into it that i didn't want to go into labor i was like really um that was just but other than that you are a lot more oh whatever you know yeah i just have the caesar and it'll. you know Mm. i'm more in control because it's more about having that empowering experience i think where you feel more in control yeah and when you've gone through what you've gone through what i've gone through and it's so out of control yeah like you don't
1: feel like you have a say until you know it's you all happening. You have no idea what the hell is going on, do you? It's
0: you just, crazy. You're like,
1: oh, my God. It's crazy. Um, you can't explain it. You can't comprehend it at all until you've gone through it. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah I, I have such a deep respect for every single woman that's gone through it because it's just, it's so, it's mind-blowing. And I think, yeah, this time around, it's like it's it's not even about you. It's about the fact that you'll have a toddler yep. and you'll have a baby and yep. your husband needs you as well. Yep you mentally don't need to go through that again
0: absolutely and I mean we've obviously spoken about um going into you know this birth and everything like that but I did want to ask you because I just have this feeling because it's you what what (laughs) what else what else is happening what else is in the works for Revy because I swear to god I'm like okay so (laughs) there's something isn't
1: there I knew it I knew you couldn't help yourself (laughs) well I just I like pleasing people and um it's been in the works for a year We've wow. been developing this for a year and um, it's been heavily requested, and it's something that we really wanted to nail. Yeah. Um, and we've been kind of packaging it differently. I'm
0: on the edge of my seat.
1: So, <laughs> what else could there be? Um, to complement our programs, Clay and I, it's not really more, it's like the programs were really from me but this is from clay and i yeah and it's a four-week meal prep guide i love it already um so it's not like a rest a normal recipe book where you get your recipe and you just make a rest that you make the the, the meal it's yep. it's planned out for you so that you prep your meals on Saturday. Uh, sorry sunday and wednesday yeah and then your meals are made for your lunches and dinners and then we've got snack ideas in there as well to prep. So it's really like a four-week hold-your-hand guide yeah. to eating and being prepared for um, healthy, nutritious meals that support weight loss and um, m- maintaining muscle. So oh, wow. Yeah, we're really excited about it. And we've tried to make it as variety-filled as possible. Yeah. But it's also very flexible in that if you're the type of person that can stick to one lunch and one dinner for three or four days or the, or the week that you can design it yourself but we knew that people just needed there's a lot of people out there that can't do that that yep. need variety so yeah yes that's that. a huge
0: that's a huge thing because I know on multiple occasions I've tried to get my husband on that bandwagon especially for his lunches and
1: he's yeah like, I need variety I'm like mm-hmm. yeah so it's it's so much variety like it's it's yeah there's a lot of um different stuff things in there and <laughs> I hope people just like, when we release YouTube videos that's just meal, meal prep, we have people showing the, us their kitchen and showing us their dinner table and their whole family eating the meals that we've shown them how to prep. Yeah. And it is awesome. Like, it's it's our message that we try to do day in and day out with our gym. Yeah. But it's on a, on a massive scale again. So it's it's so rewarding in that we're helping people feed their families and themselves healthy, nutritious meals and yeah, I'm just so excited to help out in that regard because it's been asked about for so long. Yeah, well... And now I- will just be...
0: Four weeks. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm not surprised because I know that on your Snapchat and your Instagram stories, when you guys do share that stuff, like it goes off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and like just, you said, you know, it must be really um, really nice, I guess, getting those messages and DMs back from people where they're, like,
1: actually showing you, like, how hey, oh, I've done this and this has been best. life-changing for us. Because I think Clay and I have lived like that for eight years and it's it's the, the meal prep guide is exactly how we eat. It's like 80-20. So on the weekends, it's really flexible. Like, we'll make – you know, beef nachos with sweet potato, and like just we'll have super healthy. We'll have like ice cream, like lollies, whatever. You know, and I think um, that's what people want. Like, pe- we think it's so simple. We're like, this is how we've lived forever. Like, it's not. Yeah. How is this valuable information? But people. It's taken eight years. For yeah, you to, yeah. To establish that balance and and how we do it, and I think it's a natural progression for us because we were kind of. I, I'm hoping that. Well, when I had Lexi, Clay would meal prep for me and then he would, it's pretty much the meal plan, but it's got, you know, added complex carbs in it because I would be breastfeeding. So I would, he would meal oh, prep so for cute. me, the meat and him, the meat. And then I would just add like, you know, basmati rice or something like that to it. So it's got complex carbohydrates in it. And then I thought, you know, it'd be really good if people can do it along with me because it's what I'll be doing up postpartum, probably oh, not straight yeah, away, but Yep. You know, I mean,
0: yep, yep. yeah. Oh, wow. We... I knew there was something. I knew you couldn't,
1: <laughs> you couldn't help yourself. What please these people? I know. <laughs> it's, it was on the list to do a lot earlier on, but it kind of, we wanted to be able to give it our full attention and it's kind of ended up being, yeah, the last six months that we've been able to really give it attention and, and give it a lot, the love and the creation that we wanted it to. And then I thought it'd be so good to be able to do this alongside people. Um, yeah, so we've got that coming out and I've got other things going on, but I can't show no that is okay <laughs> i feel like you've given me a big one so um, no but that's yeah. awesome good yeah. on you and then apart from that i just want to wind down I just yeah want to wind down in the last few weeks and possibly go away with clay and like for a night i'll do The longest I've spent away from Lexi
0: is one night. You know what? It's funny because I was actually thinking this along the way, you know, talking about everything that you've done and how you've, I guess, you know, managed to... Lexi didn't go into daycare until she was 12 that you haven't spent like Lexi's with you all the time yeah
1: I'm obsessed I'm yeah. actually obsessed with her like, <laughs> I hope this next one's cute it's like, it's like a legitimate fear isn't it, it like, is so I legitimate. love this baby
0: so much this baby's everything how am I gonna love I've, literally, a the baby so I've much? literally
1: this pregnancy whispered to Clay babe like before but I'm like babe what if we don't like this one It's just... <laughs> like we will we will it just happens i thought the
0: same thing (laughs) do you know my first thought when they like pulled teddy out and they showed me to her
1: was fuck yes she's cute that was literally my first thought i'm like whoopsie yeah (laughs) i mean i think it's just a natural fear but yeah i'm so excited and so like i think this will be it for us sadly two yeah i think clay doesn't want another
0: one don't worry my Um, husband like literally won't touch me with a 10 foot pole if he thought i was fertile like (laughs) he's literally like i am not baby. the first thing he says is like the car the car will need the car the the house everything we're outnumbered going on holidays Mm. everything is sold as a family of like two adults and two children i've heard it all before don't worry god they're just
1: joy kills sometimes i know
0: i think they think too logically yeah and yeah. then of course we've got the ovaries that yeah. overpower the heart and yeah. brain. I'm
1: like, a lot can happen in seven years. Like A lot can happen. <laughs> I know
0: so, yeah. Oh, they'll be in school and you'll be I have a girlfriend actually, um, her third happened because she's like, My kids went to school, she's like, I was lonely. So she's like no, yeah, I don't know.
1: I mean, I think Clay does think very like, he's, he is very clever and he does do things the best, like, in our best interest. So I do I do try to respect his wishes. I, <laughs> I won't be trying to trick him or anything. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think this is it. Like, two babies and two – blessed with two girls, like, so lucky and then – We'll be, yeah, tackling the world and going on adventures together. Ah, I mean, I'm biased because like, yeah. I have two girls as well, yeah. so i so I know. I really appreciated the flowers you sent me when I had, when I had the gender reveal. And you I were was like, oh my God, 10
0: girls. I know, I know, because I was just like, you know, not that I'm biased or anything, but I could I could have 10 girls, honestly.
1: Really? Yeah. crazy. Like, I always thought I'd be a, a, a boy mum, and then... Since I found out I was having a girl, I'm like, this makes sense. This makes you own an all women's gym. You want to empower women, you yeah? Like have you got your own
0: little tribe of girl bosses. Yes. <laughs> <I'm> so excited. <laughs>
1: well, that is all so exciting,
0: and I can't say thank you enough for letting me have you on today. I feel like I, my mind is blown. Like I, I follow you a lot. You know, I've been following along your journey, and I felt like I knew you, but now I really feel like, oh my Yay. god, so much it makes is- sense. Like yeah. it made sense, but it makes. So much more sense now. I have... Had so much fun. I could talk all day. Oh, I know people so like I. write this up I I need guess, to, go yeah. to my kids. Now. I know, I know. It does up. get hard too because you start to open up all these things, and I want to ask so many questions. <laughs> but people can always go to your Instagram. They can always find you on Snapchat. They can go to your YouTube um, if they want to know more and obviously follow along if they're not already. But again, thank you so much Thanks for coming for on me. today, and I really appreciate it. Thank you for traveling all the way up. You That's I mean the Gold Coast. Yeah, it's not like you made me go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right thanks babe thanks bye guys
0: Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of In The House. How amazing is the gorgeous Revy Jane? And I can't believe she's going to have another bubba in less than 10 weeks now. Also, if you'd like to know more about Revy, you can head to her socials and I'm going to list them in the show notes because there is a few, but I'm sure after listening to that interview, you understand why Revy is such a raving success in the social world. Thank you so much once again for listening guys, and I'll see you next time on In The House.